AF eloquence is made in the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Time for a treaty. Hello, hello, welcome. It is another episode of AF Eloquence. My name is Emil. And my name is Bart Welch, and uh, it is Wednesday, the 6th of April. Uh, round three has finished a few days ago, and round four, it's about to begin tomorrow night. And we have, again, two weeks in a row, a golden pod, baby. Oh, doesn't it feel good? Winners are grinners. Winners are grinners. Two in a row. I mean, maybe this, uh, we, pretty, we talked about it last week, that this could be the season of, you know, where we kind of hit all of our the same number of golden pods we've had for the rest of the entire journey. Yeah. Who knows? We're on track. This is two from three. This is a pretty mm-hmm. like as Meatloaf said, not saying because we don't want to revisit oh, that, but as Meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad. It's it sure ain't. I'll take two out of three and I'll take another eight in a row and then we can match our previous uh ten golden pods in previous seasons. But um it feels pretty good, Mealy. I gotta say I'm not really uh, you know, you and I, we're not so used to this feeling, but uh, you, I think you, you particularly better get used to this winning feeling merely because feeling just, it's, my body's not used to this amount of testosterone, you know, it's yeah, really, that's right. I'm having to do all these extra reps. I'm, I'm having to push up in the street just to kind of get it out of me. Like, You're smashing protein and creatine yeah. shakes like yeah, every I night. Keep yelling at people, but like, you know. Now just that, excited, that, just really excited, not angry. Just excited. Oh, yeah. That bit of foam in, in the background of the Zoom screen there is not for sound pr- uh, proofing. That's for punching the wall, right? Because that's right. Uh, that's yeah, right. And a little bit of foam in my mouth is not for podcast reasons either. It's just because I'm excited, but I'm just fucking excited. <laughs> what a guy you've become, Millie. Oh. I love you in any which way. Um, but i got to ask you one thing. Uh, Tell me. How, how, how's that uh, tasty broth cooking away? A little that? fur? Yeah, has that take away You know what? I um three and zero must be starting to taste pretty good, right? Or are you really I mean, slow cooking that thing? It's starting to smell pretty good. As uh, as Blue's marketing slogan circa twenty eleven or maybe twelve put so well, can they smell what the Blues are cooking? Well, I can smell it. I can smell it. It smells pretty good. I even thought about on my little drive home. A little, I had a little thought. Maybe I'd have a little sip. Just just peel the lid oh, back no. and have a little sip and. You know, my, my lips got just at the wrong time. The car in front of me kind of slammed the brakes on. So I had to, I had to brake too. And I got a little slop back in the face. And it was a hot broth part. I got to tell you that much. It was a fucking hot broth. And I got a little burn on my tongue. And you know what it's like when you get a hot liquid burn on your tongue? It's not a pleasant experience. It's so I'm, I'm, I strapped that lid back down, wrapped the Glad Wrap again, put it in a bag, and then put it. I even stopped the car and put it in the boot because I don't want to tempt myself. Not before that, it's time. That's responsible. And I, I don't condone driving around with a hot broth in your car anymore. Two weeks just in a row you've been so driving without hot broth. Bot. You are a fan. But I, you know, I trust you. You're good in the kitchen, Millie. So I trust your judgment on when the broth will be ready. But man, three and zero for Carlton. You can sense the Blues fans getting pretty damn excited. We could sense them there uh, in person when uh, you and I were at the game. Wasn't that Sunday. a good feeling? Being oh, there together man. at the G of a Saturday, yeah. sorry, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it was like kind of not overwhelming. It was just really awesome. Emil, it was those, such a lovely, yeah, it was sorry, prime. Like my, we, yeah. No, it's okay. Emil uh, bought seats, listeners, that were like 
I reckon they're as good a seats as you can get. Well, they're my favorite seats anyway. It's like right on the wing on the second level, which you know the bougie level, um, where you can see the whole play, but you're also close enough to be like, you know, hearing kind of the action on the ground. And we're right up players, against the Players are in front of you. Coaches are behind you. Yeah, you can see the, both parties. You could see yeah. them. Like they'd walk by, you know, during the breaks. And anyway, it was just like amazing seats. And the environment was so great. It was one of the best kind of um, energies I've felt in, a, in the last few years. Obviously, you know, there was over 60,000 fans, a really good game with two teams who are in form, with big uh, supporter bases who were present and loud and it was, and we had the best damn seats with friends. It was with a, a bunch of blues mates with a meal, you know, you yourself yeah. and Weber and Brad McDermott and uh, uh, another neutral Richard, but geez, it was, um, it was great. Hey, and, and you got the win, baby. We did. We did not, uh, not, not until the very final seconds, but we did get that win. It was nice to be at a game as well, whether the, the, the supporter bases the crowds were really watching the game i feel like you go to some of these big games and they're kind of they're, they're engaged and they're watching and they're kind of reacting but this felt like people were watching it with some level of kind of it was gripping that footy that was oh, on like yeah. not only that bombastic blues first quarter which i think had that continued for another quarter or two uh i might have drank a little bit more of that tasty broth but yeah um that was like wild and, and, and got the blues fans excited. But then the way Hawthorne played after that, and it was such a yeah. dude, there was a fast and skillful Sneak. game. Both teams were going really high efficiency. Attacking. Yeah. Right. Turnovers were being forced, not just coughed up. And it was, it was, it was, it was a really, really great game to watch. And good I weekend thoroughly enjoyed footy. myself. Oh, it was. Right. Sorry to interrupt you. Just generally no. that was kind of the tone of like a lot of the games over the weekend. A lot of them had big that momentum swings. Hey, Huge swings, like high goal scoring matches, a bunch of comebacks, a goal after the siren. It was, it was actually just such a good weekend. A, f- a football together. Um, yeah. And speaking like, of good vibes at a ground, how did that feel in that final quarter when that, when those saints came marching in? Oh dude. Yeah. Well, it was, it was pretty crazy, man. So obviously, you know, we watched the, um, or I got about three quarters of the blues Hawks game, which was a shame. Cause at the, at that time I had to leave to go to Marvel and, and watch with another one of our buddies, Rolly, our man on the ground at Arden street, um, which was great. But at the time it did feel like I was leaving a better game and a better stadium to go watch a lesser game, potentially at a lesser stadium. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll start off with this. Marvel's new lighting setup, new lighting rig has changed some things at that ground. Like it used to be such a vacuous hole and it would just be, you know, you could hear someone sitting on the other side of the ground and in the third tier, like (coughs) coughing. Like it was so, (laughs) you know, you could hear people sneezing. It was like, this is so void of any energy. And they would have these feeble attempts at playing songs at the end of when a team kicks a goal and it would sound crap. And, but they've really turned it around. Like, Still needs some work, but the lighting rig is so much brighter. And not only in between goals when they do their like, you know, a bunch of colored lights in the in the that match the home team's colors, the, just the general lighting on the ground is so much brighter that it keeps you awake a bit more. So you're not falling asleep in the matinee, you know, like it felt like <laughs> it could have been a Friday or a Saturday night because it was so much brighter. They would do cool things in between goals. The sound's a lot better, and they have giant um sexy screens, as Gil calls them, Oof. that have made a big difference. Like so again, sat in the second level because, you know, doing well merely, but it was a, a joy to like see, feel the kind of energy that, that it brought. And been to a lot of Sunday 3.30 games 
as a Saint supporter. And I, I haven't felt it like that probably ever, Emil. So the energy, big tick. Big tick. Um, yeah. Have you been and yet to Marvel? Oh, you must have. I died. have. I have. Yeah, I have. I have. Um, it was a pretty big, yeah, I went to the Blues and uh, and Bulldogs game. I've been to a couple of others as well, but um, with pretty big crowds in the house. So it does feel, obviously, it's a different proposition when there's a big, big house in there. So I didn't think that much of it. Was it a, was it a big crowd in there when I you- I think there was only 30 odd thousand. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. the anywhere near capacity, but maybe it was just- it was a bit of a shootout that probably helped. You know, that first quarter was the, the highest scoring quarter of any quarter this year thus far. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it was like nearly 40 or 40 odd each at quarter time. So I'm sure that probably was something to do with it. The nature of the game, it was quite thrilling. Um, yeah. And then there was, you know, a lot of hurt Saints fans, a lot of butt hurt Saints fans around me, Amelia. I'll tell you what, <laughs> who, were, who oh. were yelling. It doesn't take much, does it? No, it was it was funny with uh, actually Rolly, our bud was um, there was just a few unhinged folks, you know, who were just like really getting bent up at some like so so calls that on the rewatch were not even that bad. I reckon we got the better end of the stick by the end, but I was in there with them, feeling like we were getting robbed, and uh, sure. there was some real some real trauma around some of these fans because I was sitting in a big bay just full of Saints fans, which was great. Um, but yeah, dude. To see us play in that way and have a huge momentum swing of 64 points in a row. No, not a blemish on that. No, no rush behinds or behinds for Richmond anytime through that. 64 points in a row was wow. um, one of those rare games where you just witnessed complete dominance for a period. And a lot of it was due to, once again, Max King. Purple patch, baby. Oh, we love it. He doesn't have to do a lot. You know, he can have a pretty quiet half, really. And he just takes... Have seven shots in a quarter. Ridiculous. Could have kicked six in a quarter. So the guy's a beast. And I feel very privileged to have one of these, dare I say it, you know, once in a generation kind of players come through again and to be able to go, this guy's insane. No one else watch anything. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's beautiful. So I am cautious, you know, (laughs) with, with putting any... Laying any claims to him being the best of all time or the goat or anything, but I'm nervous if he doesn't injure himself or whatever, but gee, it's enjoyable to watch at the moment. So all we can do is enjoy it for now. And we played good footy, man. And two in a row feels pretty good. And to witness that game was something special. My call about at the, before we started the season that he'd be, uh, he was my pick for the for the Coleman. The Coleman, right? that's looking, yep. That's look, he's still, done, it's looking pretty good yeah, at this point. He has second place. He's behind Nick Larkey, who's doing a bang up job in a very on a lowly good job. North Melbourne, like yeah. to be the Coleman leader in the team that's you know bottom of the ladder. Oh, not Speaking of, of which, how was how was Rolly when you saw him? Poor old Rolls. So he is, as I say, the man, a man on the ground at Arden Street. And we did watch uh, his Rubaggers. He's a, he's a, a realist, Rolly. He's under no illusions of where they're at. And he even called before the game, you know, as we mentioned last week here, Taron Thomas out with some some uh, ribs, bruising and bruising. stuff and LDU out. Uh, Cunnington obviously still out as well. It's like, well, their first choice midfield is like cut in more than in half. So it's going to be an issue against Brisbane, a bunch of solid men who are in form. And it was, so it was, you know, not ideal watching. But uh, he's in, he was in good spirits. And, yeah, I think um, they're two clubs in two very different spots and it will take a while. They've got a heap of talent, but it's hard to get it all together in one in a few games, isn't it? What I don't like is the uh, the kind of rhetoric from David Noble about, you know, embarrassing and this and that and the other. And 
Oh, yeah, he, he went pretty, pretty hard, didn't he? He did go pretty hard. He also went pretty hard in the preseason game against Melbourne, uh, mm. which, you know, I, yeah, they lost it badly, but it's a preseason it's game. Reigning premiers, yeah, and against yeah, bang two against Melbourne. So, is it any is is any preseason loss the uh, the should should that be the cause for dressing your team down publicly? I don't. I don't, I don't think know. so in a preseason. Maybe think so. maybe after round three, when you've lost by 110 sure. points, you can drop a few of those adjectives. Disappointed but, and all that, you know. We want to take yeah. a good look at ourselves, all that. But don't say emba- I mean, I don't know. embarrassing is pretty strong, I guess. Well, but they the players must be hurting about that. Uh, I know, guess so. Like, I guess they look. It did look like they stopped kind of really working that hard in the fourth. But it was rough. A rough start to, of the game, though, man, as well, because like Brisbane looked like they knew they were playing. You know, they were in a different tier from the get-go and and yeah. they played like it. And then they got their first like four goals were just straight through from pretty difficult spots. And then, you know, they, they brought that into reality and it was like, you know, next thing you know, five minutes, 10 minutes in, it's like, oh, you're down by 25 points. That is, mm. that's hard to come back from that, from the get-go. So, well, they haven't been scoring that easily. So no, no, but yeah, gee, Brisbane are a really good side and uh, you know, North have won one game thus far. They only won like four for the whole year last year or something. So yeah, probably on track yeah. to do a similar amount, maybe a bit more. But I guess uh, I, I, yeah. I worry about that. I worry about that because they're so at this point in the season they're so apart from West Coast who are obviously slightly an exception. Yeah, they're they're so clearly at the at the bottom, the at bottom the end. Yeah, and I just I worry about it. And, you know, I feel like it's going to be tough. I feel like I've had those Injuries years again. of blue supporter oh, and right? not knowing how many games we're going to win in a year, it's it's just oh, it becomes oh, difficult. Winter becomes hard. a very cold and lonely place. Very much so. They might reach be out to your mates and go for the ruse. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, call a roo, call a roo, friend. Um, yeah, ring a roo, ring a roo, Deliveroo? No, Deli- um, yeah, I mean, look ring them some Deliveroo. Maybe they want some snacks. Buy them it? some fur, some winners <laughs> fur from a Tasty meal. Fur. <laughs> don't <laughs> no, open it until you get home. Yeah, exactly. Don't burst the lid. Don't blow your load too quick when you've had a few wins. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I think they're, yeah, they'll be fine. They might be having another number one pick coming their way, but injuries are getting them. When you're young and you've got a certain, only a few really top end players and you lose a few of them, you, you really get exposed. But um, yeah, so but other games over the weekend, like we're both look at us, humble winners over here. God, it feels yeah. good, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, what what else was what else stuck out for you? A lot of comebacks, Emil. Yeah, port, the comeback. port slide is is um, standing oh, out to me. I mean, yeah, we know about the players three. and all that, but um, I don't. I wonder about that. I wonder oh, what's losing gonna, at home. What's going to happen? In, yeah, losing at home showdown. to Adelaide in the showdown in that fashion as well, which was another great moment. Bend it like. Right. Um, Dawson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dip it like Dawson. Um, <laughs> it was duck diving and dipping, wasn't it, Just um, <laughs> It was. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, just, I think they would be like, they'd be very, they must be low in confidence at the moment, uh, Port. I mean. Yeah. And they're obviously missing important players. We know that. Important um, players, yes. Yeah, I was tell you. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what's going on because is it just that they got, you know, caught in the hop and because realistically they had really, they should have won both of those games if they were a bit cleaner, if they're a bit better with their, if they're a bit more efficient with their disposal, hits more targets and stop wasting chances, then they should have won both those games, but they didn't. Um, And there's going to be, that's going to come back to bite them when they do inevitably get a bit of a roll on because they're going to, they're, they're a good enough team that they'll win enough games to kind of shape the eight, if not, be in the eight. So I just worry. It's like two games. If you look, if you drop two games, that could be the difference between, you know, 
thirteenth this year and 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 could be eighth or seventh. Yeah, it's big. It's a pretty. It, it starts to get scary at zero and three, doesn't it? Um, so, yeah, very much so. Very will much these, so. Will will they? You know, they've got a tough week this week. Well, tomorrow night, um, it's a home game, but they're playing the reigning reigning premiers. Is it? Is is it now time? That would that would give them a heap of confidence, right? Like to go out there and beat Melbourne at home. Oh, dude! With, uh, oh, dude! Get a few of those be, monkeys off the back. That would be that would be um, the exact. That would be the perfect antidote to their season to date. Uh, yep. Yeah, I don't sure see winners, it, but broth. Yeah, but it's hard to see anyone losing. Uh, sorry, it's hard to see Melbourne losing to anyone at the moment. So right, until it's, it, it is going to happen, of course. Yeah. Um, at some point, but we just don't know when. Um, don't know when. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, man? Um, any other stories that you'd like to kind of anything else that jumped off the page? Yep. Um, the Giants had a. They showed. They showed me. I tipped against the Giants. They're they're mm. a bit of a tough one to be able to do. Um to put your finger on where they're at. The midfield's just like top end and they're starting to yeah. get some like, Cornelio's really coming back in a form and showing some swagger that he had for yeah. many years or that left him over the last two years due to some injuries and a lot of external pressure and some Probably COVID internal pressure times. as well, I think. External, internal, he had pressure everywhere, coming from every which way. Um, but he seemed to, I don't know, lightened up a little bit and he's obviously not hurting as much because he's running around looking like he's got some pace in those legs and he can kick it more than 30 metres. Again, helps helps in the very NFL. much helps. But he's looking good. Tom Green had like oh, thirty man. touches, kicked two goals. He's he's big, he's going to be he's nearly their best player already, and they've got a lot of good players in the yeah. tip of that midfield. Um, but yeah, anyway, they 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 came around and they had a pretty good win by twenty six points against the yeah. Suns. But I tell you one little addition though that might have helped them. Right, oh, the yeah? Giants have always done pretty well when they've had a giant player on their team. I, you know, Shane Mumford, Mumford for a few years um, was the enforcer on that side and they needed him yeah. so badly when he retired that he came out of retirement like a WWE wrestler and came yeah. back to the, <laughs> back to footy. But um, someone got there, finally got a run for the Giants, which was Braden Pruce. Um, came in a giant man himself at like 206, 206 centimetres, I think. He's freaking yeah. huge, but also has like legs like tree stumps. Um, and he came in and played really well um, and was a real presence for them. But 34 hit outs and five tackles, 11, and was it 16 touches? It's a quality Jared, game. And Jared beat Jared Witts. Good player. Yeah. One of the best. of the Gold Coast. They, and you know what? They they tagged Tuke Miller. They're one of the few teams that will still tag. And they tagged Tuke Miller. And it meant, was one of the major reasons why um, why the Suns couldn't get in the game. Um, not obviously, plus it being overcast in Sydney wouldn't help. So. Of course, yeah. They're running low on power. So, yeah, this, power so the, all this La Nina weather, man, we should have called it called it early. It's been a real issue for the Gold Coast. The Suns um, won't win until it's an El Nino. Duh. Oh, yeah. It seems so obvious now I say it's it. so obvious, dude. We've got to keep an eye on the weather patterns and bomb for our <laughs> predictions about the, the Gold Coast. Um, but it wasn't to be this week. No, um, not this week. <laughs> some other things yeah, through yeah. the round and then I guess we get it. It's already bloody Wednesday, just like that, yeah. Emil. So we'll get into our tips in a mo. but I guess uh, oh, other Cat's games. big comeback. Cat's yeah. big comeback is worth Massive. talking about. Um, oh, Collingwood looked great, great in that th- third mm. quarter. One of the best quarters we've seen this year, Banan, I reckon. They can uh, do it too, can't they? They really can. Looks I didn't like think the Cats Hawks. Could... Hawks yeah, and, Gen- and, and Collingwood, slick ball movement. They wow. attack and it's... Um, That's right. They can really get you on momentum swings. But. They really can. And I didn't think the Cats – I mean, the, the Cats did it to Essendon in the first quarter of that game, I suppose, where they just went 
hammer and tongs, but I thought that might've been like an early seat, like, you know, first round of the season kind of really get them on the hop kind of thing. I didn't expect uh, Geelong to come back in the way they did in the fourth like that. That was, that was <sighs> very impressive. And that's like maturity there to me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's winning it's, it's side. Collingwood, Collingwood being in front and by a lot, not knowing exactly how to kind of put the wily old cats away. Um, so impressive. Yeah. And they clawed their way back. They did it again. And I say they did it again because I heard somewhere on a more organized podcast than ours that I think it's the last 50 times that a club is, a team has come back from over 30 points at oh. three quarter time, I believe it is. Nine times it's been by Geelong sides. So that's, it's not that uncommon for them to, uh, to do something like that, which just enforces that opinion we've had about them being potentially the greatest side yeah. in the last 20 years. There is a culture there. We don't doubt Big it. Winners. They've got a massive, massive cauldron of fire, of broth, That's always right. cooking. Always away. <laughs> in the back of always, the club. Can, That's right. You can go down a skilled stadium any time, knock on the back door, and you can get yourself a little cup of broth. I don't <laughs> mind. i got plenty to spare. No worries. Here you go. Not too much, though. Uh, not too, too much, much of a winner. Only for now. Cats fans. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That's it. All right. Yeah. What? Anything else, Matty? You see? Uh, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. I'm. I'm pretty damn keen to. Uh... Oh, I forgot to put my tips in in time. So oh, ouch. I got on one of the comps. Although I got six, uh, not according to the tipping. Oh, that kills. Tipping ladder, which hurts because I was up there and now I am oh. not. So I yeah. Am, hey, I'm you got gonna, a lot of work to do. Have a little swing this week. So we'll You're gonna have to. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna make it my joke around. I think double points. Uh, oh, I like that. that. Just in case, gotta try. Gotta get back in. Risky there. business, well, but well, yep, you gotta go for it. I've, you know, I feel like this could be around. There's a couple that are pretty tough. There's a couple of yeah. coin tosses, perhaps. Yeah. But uh, maybe this is the, the week to lean in. I reckon so. I, I reckon this is this will be one of the easier weeks to tip, like beforehand, should I say? Obviously, surprises can happen and yeah. uh, upsets abound always, mm-hmm. um, or sometimes. Um, so yeah, but I, you know, looking at it at this point, now we've got a little bit of a sample size. This could be one of the hopefully one of the easier rounds to tip. Um, all right, shall we? Shall we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Let us do it. <laughs> Famous last words, hey. Yeah, we'll probably get five and six or something on this easy three. round of tipping. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So, uh, standalone game at the Adelaide Oval. Uh, Thank goodness. A double hand last week, but this one's a standalone. Um, it's a port home game, and they're taking on uh, the aforementioned reigning premiers, Melbourne. And... Boy. I just can't see it. I mean, it'd be huge. It'd be huge. But um, Melbourne look like they're putting teams away with ease at the moment. They don't look like they're getting out of cruise very often. And yet they know kind of when they need to in order to finish it. And then when the other team kind of, if they come back a bit, then they just kind of kick it up that, that little gear quite easily. It's like a it's like a big six-speed six diesel Range Rover. You know, they know exactly <laughs> the touch points to get that up the hill. Uh. <laughs> The Isuzu D-Max brought to you by AF Eloquence, a six-speed. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They really are, Millie. It's And it's the sure sign of a good side that uh, that you can just do that and just kind of toy with a t- with another team, with an, with an opponent, and then just, you know, they put you to bed. Um, and you're right. They they did it to Essendon on the weekend. Essendon played, played well. Also, might add, tough first three rounds for Essendon. It's not all doom and gloom. They've played... Uh, Geelong, Brisbane, and Melbourne, which is there too. They're probably going to be top the top four right there. So not doom and gloom, but Melbourne, as you say, were able to put them away when the going got tough. <clears throat> and um, 
Yeah, they're a bloody good side. And I don't think I don't think on Port's current form with their injuries that they'll beat them, even if it is at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, I, with their sloppy disposal out of the middle and that being one of Melbourne's strengths, and then with Noah Lear, I just don't see. Yeah, I, Jake I, Lever comes I can, in. I can totally. Yeah, Jake Lever comes in. I can totally see the Melbourne forwards tearing them apart. Uh, even though they say never tear us apart, I think it'll happen. That's like the um, one thing they say that I don't want thing. you to do. That's their one thing. I just said it. Never tear us apart. We do a big song and dance I about it. I told you. You were warned. Why are you doing it? It's like it? my one thing. Yep, they're going to do it. <laughs> they're going to tear you apart. They, they probably will. And I yeah, and then um, and then their forward line without without big chuck. I mean, they got some players, but Melbourne have the best yeah. back line in the comp. So yeah, good man. bloody luck to them. They're going to get torn apart. They're going to be yeah. standing and Melbourne are going to be there. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, their two worlds will collide. And I Melbourne think Melbourne will, will win. Apart. I think Melbourne will win in excess of 30 points. How's that? <laughs> All right. Wrap the podcast up. We're done. All right. We're finished. <laughs> See you guys. Uh, we're done. <laughs> oh, All right. Right. What you going uh, for? Friday night. Friday night. Mm. Down, at the, down at the soup kitchen. Uh, in Geelong, <laughs> the broth bucket. The, the broth mm-hmm. bucket. This mm-hmm. is probably this is probably game of the round right here. Yeah. Yep. Um. And probably for me it was the hardest one to tip. I reckon. I agree. I'm with you. Yeah. So but I'm in gonna the spirit of you know taking yeah, some tell risks. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. What are you doing here? I feel. Oh, I feel no. like you're. Uh, oh, you're not. Jeez, no. Little little cats, man. Little cats. I reckon. <gasps> little you know, cats? lions. Little cats for me are big cats in this Interesting. one. Interesting. Mean, I reckon there's there's really great arguments for the Lions, but I just look at that Geelong home record and. Man, they they like their soup down there, and I feel mm. like they're gonna the taste the tasty tasty broth of, uh, of victory once again. Yeah, you know, I I I did my tips earlier today, right? And I tipped I tipped Geelong, and then I looked at them again a few hours later, and just like thought back to that Saturday night, yeah, where I was watching the Brisbane Lions absolutely dominate the Ruse. Admittedly, a lesser side, but uh, the Cats had let Collingwood get pretty far ahead of them. And I don't know if Brisbane got 30 points ahead of Geelong. Would they let them back in the game like that? Uh, no, Brisbane, not. Also, Brisbane down there last year, that was that faded one-point loss point. where, yeah. uh, you know, Zach Bailey was not a- awarded a free kick in the goal square for tackling yeah. Gritsavs, which should have been a win for the Lions. And then in a nice poetic f- fashion, the next week, Bailey kicks the winning goal after the siren against whoever. Who cares? They were losers. <laughs> but I uh, <laughs> don't know, Mealy. I, um, I, I actually am going to tip the big cats, big to, cats. Uh, to walk around the little cat's domain and piss everywhere all over it and mark their territory <laughs> and eat their broth, drink their broth, because I oh. think the Lions are going to win. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Saturday, it's at the SCG, um, home of the thousandth goal. Do you reckon the Swans are a little tired after last week? What do you reckon that was? Oh, I think just, so. Or, or do we just yeah. forget that the Bulldogs are a good team? Little from column A, little from column B. Sure. But uh, they looked a bit off, the Swannies. Mm. It wasn't their whole, you know, the the three weeks or the couple of weeks beforehand, they were kicking goals left, right and center, midfielders throwing it, throwing it on the left, over the shoulder, like, that. you know, everything working. And yeah. it didn't happen against the Doggies, who... Are a good opposition. Maybe came back into a bit of form. They played pretty well, but um, Sydney did look a little tired. Yeah. It's almost like they were rushed on the ground by thirty thousand people during a pandemic and right. a little <laughs> fatigued from it. Uh, well, <laughs> I still think they're going to win against. Yeah, like me Melbourne. too. I mean, it's, it's how, how could you? Yeah, how could you right. possibly? Maybe you, the maybe there is a worry for North. Jeez, even with injuries, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried. Yeah, yeah you are. 
you're starting to turn me. I feel mm. you. I hope it's not too painful. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, of course. Mm. Uh, at 4.30, under the dome, under the roof, it's the Collingwood Magpies and the Eagles. Um, Collingwood playing at Marvel as a home game. Yeah, they do every now and again. Every Very now and again. They're not, <laughs> weird. Yeah, okay. they're not full-time, full-time tenants at the G, but they just get most games. I mean, they're full-time tenants of Victoria. I mean, it doesn't they mean are. they always get to play at the G. <laughs> no, that's right. They, ba- they barely travel. I <laughs> no. assume that's still happening. But they're playing West Coast here. Okay. They even play their away games against Geelong at the G. So, you know, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair. I love <laughs> this fair system we've got for yeah. all the clubs. Uh, but West Coast, who has to travel five hours every second week, mm-hmm. um, probably going to lose to yeah. Collingwood because they're being riddled by COVID, which is unfortunate for them. Yeah. Um, Tough start to the season, write it off. Yeah, it is hard. The players, you know. Yeah, you can find some silver linings and who knows. It's maybe they're a pretty, they're a successful club too that has some sort of broth cooking for most of their, um, most of their time really. Rabbit stew, I reckon. Successful. They're Rabbit stew, hunt from Blacks. high above the eagles. They okay. got those kind of yeah. eyes. Okay. And they look down and shoo, yes. swoop down. Bang. Yeah, I was going to say like some sort of black swan thing. It was pretty oh, inappropriate. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to eat swan unless you're royalty. Well, hence the inappropriate nature of. Yeah, this that's right. Dogs. I mean, we are nothing on this podcast if not ro- loyal royalists. But yes, <laughs> at AF eloquence. In- <laughs> uh, so pies for us both. Pies for us yep. both. Uh, tigs and dogs, tigs and dogs, dogs and tigs, yeah. tigs and dogs. Uh, at the G, yep. I'm tipping the dogs to, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tigers looked good for most of last week, but oh, then they didn't have the answers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, yeah. and I'm, pr- I'm proud of the Saints because, you know, that game, it wasn't just a weird momentum swing and we got lucky. It was because we withstood, you know, 10, 10 rounds in the ring with uh, – with Richmond, which when they yeah. threw everything at us, they looked the better side. They were elite in their pressure and their tackling. Their tackles were stick, sticking. Ours were kind of, we weren't always sticking our tackles because they were pretty strong and they mm. gave it everything and they looked mm. pretty good. And another goal and they probably would have sunk us, but then, you know, we dug deep and um, and managed to withhold and obviously the rest is history. But so they're still, they're still a good side, but I think the dogs are a better side and they got yeah. their game a bit back. Well, dogs know. are fucking hungry at the moment. They are yeah. smarting that they started zipping two and um, yep. they, there's no way they were going to let that game get away from them last week. And I think that no. they're going to come to play in a big way. Uh, they're going to see the Tigers as ripe for the, ripe for the plucking and they're going to, they're going to grab the Tiger by the tail, I reckon, Bart. Yep. I agree Which they with say you. you should never do, but I think the no. dogs will be all right. Disrespectful to be honest, but uh yeah. They're going to do it. And good luck to them. I good agree with you. Good luck to them. <laughs> uh, over in the West, it's the Dockers who, you know, did well against. They did very well. What could you ask for them against? Yeah. Definitely punching down. But, you know, they could have really uh, left. A, I mean, you can only play who you're playing. And yeah. they could have they could have phoned in a really poor performance um, and let, those uh, those injured, the winged West Coast Eagles um, nice. get back things, uh, get get right up in their up in their business and uh, give them a shake because it's happened before. It's the big brother little brother thing, and and it was a West Coast home game, so the crowd were predominantly um, Eagle fans, but they didn't. They did what they needed to do. They won the game, won it convincingly, um, and I find this one a toughie to pick. It's a doozy. Um, 
real doozy. I'm going to go the Giants because um, I still believe I still believe they've got a bit more quality and a bit more upside this year than the Frios. I, I agree with that. I think I went off GWS a little too quick last week by tipping the Suns. Obviously, didn't check the weather report um, <laughs> and didn't check that a Giant was being included in the team that week for the Giants. Uh, go figure. But yeah, I think... I think the same. Uh, I think they've got a bit too much size and skill in the midfield, and they'll find their goals. Uh, Dockers have, have to win. Dockers have to win this to be kind of. Oh yeah! If they don't win this, year, everyone's going to start writing them off. And you're like, no, nah, nah, it's an also games also run season. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Even with a few of those injuries, they've got they've got some bloody good players on the list, but there's still a few list cloggers and a few mm. things to work out. But probably not this season. I think Neil Erasmus might get a debut if he didn't, unless he, he might've last week, to be honest. I actually didn't. Second even... week in a row without Justin Longmuir also. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. They, they played pretty well last week. Maybe they don't. Just get him, yeah. chuck him on the Zoom call. Right. Give yeah. him long COVID. Who knows? Maybe they'll have a long season. <laughs> yep. Mate, just have him there in ISO the whole season. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I'm Do mistaken. it for the coach, boys. Do it for the coach. He's in <laughs> he an iron you're breaking yeah. up. <laughs> he didn't hear you. I'm mistaken. Neil Rasmus did debut. He got 18 touches and a behind. I really uh, like that's a draft good year. debut. Good on him. Good debut. I'm looking forward to seeing him this week because I didn't watch the Derby Derby uh, on the weekend. But no. yeah, I think he's going to be in a losing team this week. He won last week and he's going to lose against the Giants this week. Hey, you know, it's some life comes and swings and roundabouts. It's not all kind of, you can't, we can't all be Jack Bowies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing but W's and premierships. Nothing but uh, Sunday, we're on to Sunday under okay. the roof again. It's the hangar. It's the bombers in the hangar against the crows. Um, I reckon crows will give this a real good shake, uh, but I reckon the bombers are going to re- rediscover some of that mojo. You know, are going to know what it feels like to play against a team of a big step down from the previous three that I've had. So I think we're going to see uh, some real good signs from the bombers fans uh, from the bombers here, and then subsequently the bombers fans. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Um, what a chain chain of events. Um, I I think that they Dons will win this one. Um, interesting to see that they uh, they reported that Taylor Walker, who's done, he served his suspension for being a big racist, and he's yep. able to play this week. And it looks like he might, which is always interesting to see. I might go to this game just to boo the cunt. Just to boo know. him, yeah. I reckon because that's what will happen. It. He's getting he's getting booed. I hope he um, does. I hope he gets. Big time booed. Any, I reckon any, he will. And I just, oh man, you wait for the footy media to come out and go, no, is this okay? Are we okay with this? I don't know. I feel this is, no, no. He served like his Wayne time. Carey. He's done his bloody blah. blah, blah. <laughs> Speculating it. Wayne Carey about whether it's okay. Right. Where um, were you cunts when Adam Goods was getting booed every week? I know. For three, two, three yeah. years. Oh, dude. Well, I Oh, but it's not racist. Of course it's not racist. No, no, no. Right, there's a stain on our game. That yeah, yeah. These are the guys. Um, who, I, these are the guys who'd march at a, at a fucking Ku Klux Klan rally, but because the, anyway, they thought. It, no, I'm not going to go there. All right, I'm going to cut that short. <laughs> we'll they sound litigious. They sound litigious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they are. They've got some heavy yeah. hitter lawyers. Um, and they yeah, they've had a few things in the last few seasons. The Crows, a few blunders merely. But you're right. They got some lawyers, so we'll leave them alone. We are but a mere podcast, allegedly. Um, I think Essendon, <laughs> all of that was allegedly Essendon will win though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, at the G, at the G, uh, Saints game against the Hawks. I don't feel like you guys get heaps and heaps of MCG games. You're correct. 
We don't, but we no. also we seem to revel in the okay. opportunity to play there. We, it's not like one of those things where we're, you know, we've, we're good at Marvel for a couple of years, and it seemed like last year we were better everywhere else but Marvel, which is strange. So it's good to get mm. a win there on the weekend, but we seem to go all right at the G. Um, I'm looking forward to this game, Emil. Um, one player who goes really well at the G is Jade Gresham. He had something like, I don't know, it's for like five games. He's, he had like he's got G in his name, bud. Yeah, uh, it's right, Jade MC Gresham. Right, um, and he <laughs> is that his is that his rap name? <laughs> it should be <laughs> MC uh, Gresham. <laughs> he's the master of ceremonies. Out uh, of the middle with the ball. Uh, he, there he yeah, is. he's good, man. He's been playing really well for us. He got another thirty odd on the weekend, and he's been that spark, dude. Him and Sinclair in there well, changes Jack the whole Steel. look of your oh, mids. God, it's looking good, dude, man. And battle back Very behind happy. the bowl. Yeah, it's it's looking nice. It's all coming together, Mealy. Sure is. Keep proving those naysayers wrong. And I, I hope we will do it again on the weekend. I'm gonna tip us, but I really was wrong about Hawthorne, which is which bloody sucks. Me, because me too. I feel like yeah. they still need to. Maybe this is a sugar hit year with a new coach and a young list, and they they won't be they won't be up there next year. But it's it kind of hurts me to see them already bouncing back and looking really good because they've played some great football and they're going to be hard to beat. And I love the way they move the the ball through the middle and take the game on. Um, they yeah, they look yeah. good. I was wrong. Sucks. Good. <laughs> this this is the, like just a little bit more on last week's game because uh, I got to see them firsthand yes. for the second time this year. Um, and a lot of blue, I found a lot of Blues fans were a bit angry a bit despondent about the way that we coughed up that lead but mm. i don't see that i mean yeah we, we would have been maybe the goal an extra goal or two we would have really put them away maybe but they would it wasn't because we started really making mistakes that they um they won that game they played really well they they started chopping off our um inside 50s they started to uh move the ball beautifully and on that transition and look really, really damaging. So I, I don't know. I don't think that, um, I don't think that Carlton fans should be disappointed by the way that we let them back in the game. They were on top of the ladder, mate. You bloody beautiful game of footy. Yeah. You're playing the top of the ladder Hawks. Uh, Ain't no shame in that. They've still got, as we said last week, a bunch of winners on the team. You know, Gunston, man, that guy's just, he's going to go down as a, as a great player. He's clutch Mm -hmm. all the time. He kicks goals. Whenever he's required, he will kick the clutch goal that he needs to do. And that's impressive. He's a winner, that guy. Oh, also yeah. has a little broth business on the side. Selling winner's soup. Oh, I thought you meant no something doubt. else. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're a sex positive man. Well, they are a happy team at Hawthorne. I don't know. Maybe they are. That's funny. true. That's true. It's the success of the broth business. Yeah, that's right. Uh, out in Waverley. <laughs> most, most of their seasons have happy endings. You know, it's normal. <laughs> Oh, man. Very nice. <laughs> Filthy. That'll add an X rating, an explicit rating when we upload this pod now, just because uh-huh. of all these broth references. Um, <laughs> sick mind. Who do you think is going to win, though? Oh, these, uh, God. These pimping, pimping hawks. It's right? real hard. It's a real hard one to call, man. I found this one one of the harder ones. Like, cause, I, I agree. It's yeah. a coin toss. I think it's a 50-50 yeah. game. Well, hawks rely on their ball movement. and They've also turno- lost their turnover. good... Sorry to Sorry. Inter- interject, go. but they've lost um, their half. Oh, man, I've just lost his name. So annoying. Young blonde dude came from the Gold Coast. He was a Hawk supporter. He plays oh, at the uh, halfback, um, left-footed dude. Yeah. Bit of a playmaker. Oh, I can't remember his name. So annoying. No, I'm losing too. 
Well, anyway. that guy, whose name we'll find later, is out for them, which is a shame because he's a bit of their playmaker from the halfback, this yeah. mystery man that we can't, we can't remember his name. <laughs> he's good, though. He's real good. <laughs> he's bloody good, man. Dylan's listening to the podcast, like, smashing oh, his screen at screen. Because he knows exactly who we're talking this about. This is, like, not my shtick either. This is my uh, – I'm going to blame it on my um, COVID. COVID? My brain <laughs> COVID frog. frog. I'm going to blame on having com- comedy comedy first late nights lately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, gosh. Um, yeah, Scrimshaw. Uh, he's out. Ah, that's who I was thinking uh, of. Yeah. Yeah. That's a guy. Anyway, what do you, yeah, what's what which way is the coin going to land for you? Well, uh, here I was going I was going on with this and I was you know, I was t- I was thinking about this cuz he Yeah, sorry. I can't have to there. talk about a man that I couldn't remember about. Oh, it's, mate, top notch. When quality content comes to you, you got to say it. Um and I know our listeners will be grateful. Um uh, well, Hawks rely on their ball movement, don't they? And they rely on their uh, scoring from turnovers. Um, they wait for you to make the mistakes. They rely on chopping off the ball kind of high in the 50 and then transitioning quickly and well. Saints rely on their their speed, leg speed, um, and swarming and pressure. Yeah, I don't know which way this is going to go. I really don't. Um, the Hawks were... Bloody skillful last week, and then the Saints. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tip the Saints. Oh, he's done it! I love yeah, this. Yeah, gonna tip him. Yep, good man. We both tipped them last week. We believed, and they true. didn't let Paid us down. Off. Yeah, Paid maybe off. We're, we're a momentum team. Hopefully, we're on a roll, and maybe you've spoiled the Hawthorne party a little bit, and uh, I, the sugar hits wearing off. Let's maybe, hope, my maybe. Sake. Look, I, I, I <laughs> don't, I don't want them to be a good team either. So maybe part of it is me. Yeah, and that's still been, true, but. Dylan actually said um, in a text the other day, he was saying, I was saying how, you know, good they they'd looked and, um, you know, the, the Hawks have been have been pretty great this year. And he said, yeah, it's been hard, hard. you know, like the three, last three or four years have been a bit of a grind to watch. And I nearly choked on my own saliva about a, <laughs> a hard three and four oh. years after a run of three premierships uh, as, a, as a lowly Saints fan. Um, <laughs> Holity or Hawks fans have had a tougher, have had a tougher recent been a hard three years, that's, man. Oh, God, that's, that's tough. tough. Not playing finals. Gee, you'd um, hope that three flags had kind of satisfied you a little bit longer than that, wouldn't you? God, you would. Maybe not. I though. hope so, man. Maybe this is his time to. This is their time to feel that pain again. Yeah. You know? and I mean, to, my Tigers mates. Is, that's right. My Tigers mates have been a bit like that this year. I'm just like, good fucks. Come on, yeah, get seriously. out of here. Get out of here. No you room for so that. much time in the sun. Where's the yeah. bliss about like, where's that still? That's no, it doesn't matter. Every season. I'm holding my bliss. Got a bloody if, it. Nah, see, I've, I've been conditioned now down here at the right. bottom that if I, yeah. if we see a win, I'm going to, it's going to last me a long time. I imagine. Check in with me after the premiership in the, in the 2050s when we win one. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> your uh, once in, once one. in a century event. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> no, but no, I no. This is the year it. for warning. That's right. And the last game of the round up on the Gold Coast in the tanning bed itself at four ten in the afternoon. It's that's mate, what a time slot. Um, four twenty in the afternoon of the Gold Coast. Hey, four ten in the afternoon. If only wow. it were four twenty in the afternoon, we right. can pretend. Um, yeah. Maybe the rain will hold it back ten <clears> minutes. I don't know. Uh, maybe I hope so. Maybe saying. the boys, maybe the boys getting lit in the fucking change room for ten minutes yeah. while we're back. I don't know. Yeah, um, load up but on those Suns. It is the Blues taking on the Suns up against their. I mean, with a crowd like that, 
and we got what did we get? Four thousand last week up there. How Was it really? We, yes, oh, less man, than. Gonna, wow. Look out! How can dude. we possibly withstand the pressure of the of the cauldron that is Metricon Stadium, bro? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess don't we've had the last reality. we've had the last two years to kind of acclimatize to playing to crowds like that. <laughs> to no Maybe crowds. we'll be okay. I don't know. Maybe they'll bring back out the um, sound effects, the crowd sound effects. Oh, I hope so. <sighs> um, is there any chance that the, that the Blues drop this one? Because I don't think there is, and I'm tipping Carlton. Uh yeah, there's definitely a chance. God, yeah. Mm. Uh, having mm. watched the Blues my whole life, there's a huge chance. <laughs> Gold Coast have tended right to answer. be that. Bo- Go- they've tended to be that bogey team for us. They let's not forget that uh, a loss to the Gold Coast got Brett Ratton fired. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, that we we can lose to the Gold Coast anywhere, anytime. We can lose to the Gold Coast, and mm. you know what? It could be a bit of that. Maybe they've been bathing in the broth. Maybe they've been drinking that broth, baby bath water. I don't know. I hope not. I reckon that the. I reckon that that comeback from the Hawks last week will be just the thing to keep them focused, keep them on track, keep nice. them bathing in that ice bath, not drinking mm. the fucker. And yes. I I think that they're going to put them away. It's the near loss you needed to have. I think so. Yep. I like it. Yeah. And that's our week of tips, Millie. This is, a, <sighs> as per usual, we're at 44 minutes, 35 seconds. So it's a tight 45, which uh, right. might be the first time we've actually brought a tight 45 to this pod in four years. Lights! We've done it now. So yeah. there, a golden so, pod that's a tight 45. Who would have thunk it, man? Yeah, well, there you go. Um, have a real good week of footy, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, we will be here next week for, uh, oh, hang on, it's 45 now. Stop. Oh, we're done. Bye. (laughs)